Blog Talk Radio. Praise God and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. My name is Apostle Emmett Overton. We have a powerful sermon, Names of Demons and Their Classification. We're about to kick off our telethon. Please sow a seed. We need help. We need repairs. I have a busted pipe in our facility, and we have no water. And we're trying to raise $500. If anyone out there that can sow a seed to help us, please do so by going to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, we have a PayPal site. You can also go to GoFundMe at www.livedeliverance.com and go to the GoFundMe. So we'll see through this telethon so that we can repair our pipes. We have no water where we're at. God bless. And here is the word for today on demons. Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Shalom. It is the Sabbath day. It is Sabbath. I have a word, and we're going to be moving into demonology through our telethon. Now, we are a deliverance in that radio station. Names of demons and their classifications, a basic introduction to the ministry of deliverance. Demons are controlling people. All the murders that you see, that's the devil. For a person to go murder somebody else is demonic. Instagram is full of prostitution. That's prostitution alley. Women are using their beautiful bodies to glorify themselves and to make money off older men. Men who have money, they don't care who you are, money. Everything has been ruined and controlled by the spirit of mammon. Churches, we taught here at Live Deliverance that prosperity is not a doctrine. Jesus said the Son of God had not a place to lay his head. And yet, people are running after everything, not knowing anything about the devil. You got Christians calling themselves Christians, involving themselves into Donald J. Trump. I prophesied about this thug, this gangster, about seven years ago. I got a lot of flack. People were threatening me to leave. They wasn't going to tithe if I did. And I just stuck to the Word of God. And God. It gave me a scripture and it blessed me. And he gave me First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 4 says, But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak not as pleasing men but God, which tried our hearts. Every preacher of the gospel faces temptation to please other people, seek acceptance, approval and glory from others by preaching only what will not offend yielding to this temptation may take the form of tolerating sin and lukewarmness in the congregation of God's people it may also involve the use of flattering speech in order to gain financial offerings numerically gain political offices or praise from others if this occurs, you have removed yourself from the anointing of God. For this reason, it is essential that our motives as preaching should always be to seek the approval of God and not of people. And I have been trying to do that uh, for 14 years. It's been hard. It hasn't been easy. I don't get that much. I live off miracles. I thank the Lord for Brother Sammy Osley, a contributor. Brother Chris Paul, a contributor. Brother Tommy, a contributor. Brother T. Rowe, his mother, a contributor. Sister Durden, a contributor. Sister Sheila Newborn, a contributor. Mr. and Mrs. Rodriguez Baker, a contributor. That's all I have. And we push for telethons. We try to raise money. We come up against a lot. And what it is is demonic forces. Demons can move people. What demons do to people? Are they stopping you from even giving? But if I taught on money and prosperity and give you what you want to hear, I really believe I wouldn't be in the situation that I am. I'm not compromising the word of God. I ask that you pray for me. I have a water bus in my house that leaked. I can't get my pipe fixed. I'm waiting to save my money to get it. 
And um, if I, the Lord can bless me with $455, I'll be happy. And I'm trying to raise that to get my house fixed. I'm on a fixed income. I'm a disabled uh, veteran. But I'm full-time ministry. And being full-time is totally trusted in the Lord. The disciples suffered. Paul suffered. Christianity is not glorious. It's a way of living. It is a war. It is a war, an unseen war. And if you're looking at Christianity that you're blessed and highly favored, you're missing it. If you're highly favored, you better be raising the dead. God says he shows no respect to persons. The first should be last and the last should be first. There's a misconception of Jesus, of his teaching, and even the Sabbath. Pastors that say that they can hear the Lord. They, when I tell them about the, the Sabbath, then they, they, they turn around and, and start want to talk about something else. But they can hear the Lord. How come the Lord can't tell them that Sunday is the wrong day? Brothers and sisters, please read for your for yourself. And this telethon is to raise money. We need some repairs done. And I've got to get these repairs. And I'm asking the Lord to move on your hearts. I'm not asking any individual. If God tells you don't give, then you obey, the God, obey God. If the Lord tells you to sow a seed, please do so. It will be done to restore water back at this facility so that I can teach. I have to turn off my water. I go to the gym and exercise. I know how to live as a soldier. And uh, I don't use forks or knives or none of that, just paper plates, and put it in the microwave. And that's that's it. That's not going to be forever. God has fixed my transmission when I didn't even have the money. I know he's going to come through. I already know that. When we go through trials, don't never blame God. Blame the enemy. Amen? Go through the trial and trust him. God will provide. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, the scripture says we are given an important warning to stay sober because the enemy is waiting like a lion for someone to devour. The devil is very real. He's involved with politics. I prophesied that Donald Trump was not a Christian. Here he goes with three indictments. The American government and people in the United States are divided. A house that's divided cannot stand. Look at the weather that's going on. Look how hot it's getting. Look, you know, the mass shootings no more. It's not used to hear it every now and then. It's every day. Every day. The spirit of murder, the spirit of hate, the spirit of racism. These are demons. And I really believe in the bottom of my heart, this is not the Lord speaking, this is Emmett Overton speaking, it is impossible to make this a Christian nation which was born out of a satanic organization such as the Masons. The, folk, the founding fathers was Masons. That's connected to demons. Ain't no secret organization. There's nothing secret. What's been done in the dark shall be revealed to the light. Your sins will call you out, the Bible says. And as I see this nation, God has been showing me a lot of demons, political spirits, spirit of hate, spirit of loss, spirit of homosexuality, spirit of violence. These are spirits. Father, I pray that we come in your holy name to expose Satan, to expose the enemy. I ask that you protect me from all attacks, from the fiery darts of the enemy, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak through me to bless those who don't know this ministry. I bind all the heavens, the first, second, third heavens. I bind every demonic uh, interference, and I ask angels to protect the airways so this sermon can go forth for the hearer. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. First Peter, first Peter, Chapter 5, verse 8. We are given an important warning to stay sober because the enemy is waiting like a lion for someone to devour. A firm believer in Christ, we are taught about demons. Are we? Do the church teach about demons? No. 
Demons are fallen angels with a mission to promote sin, tice, bring temptation, bring about torment, and frighten us, or to basically do anything that will keep us away from God. Revelation chapter 12, 9 through, uh, 12 7 through 9. Like their counterparts, the characteristics of a demon is spiritual and immoral. Demons are not omnipotent, and their power is limited to that which God allows. Demons also do not pertain to just one person or one kind, but have various purposes and knowledges in the areas of the world and religion. Actually, there are different names of demons along with their classifications, as stated in the Holy Bible. What are demons? Demons are beloved beings that are able to travel within the transcendental dominion. While there are different names of demons provided by different tr traditions, including the Bible, one thing remains the same. Demons are not good being by themselves. They never come alone. They never come with good intent. They always bring their buddies, arguments within families, hate. People cannot control themselves with sexual character, find themselves enslaved to something. that They like to enslave you and entice. The most alarming characteristics they hold is how they are able to manipulate humans to do and to do that which is constant against the Bible. They often test a person's faith in God all the time. Actually, demons have no direct power over us like God does. If they did, we would have all been attacked by now. But since they do not have the power to directly control us, they manipulate us. Demons tend to torment people through possessing them or provoking visions that could induce people to sin. I would like for you to turn to Matthew chapter 17, verse 15 through 16. Matthew chapter 17 Matthew chapter 17 verse 15 through 16 Lord have mercy on my son for he is the hamstack and sore vexed for oft time he falleth into the fire, and off into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I, shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. That very Power. That's how powerful this ministry is. And it's not being implemented in the church. Prosperity minister, don't cast out demons. And here you, some of you, the Lord is telling me that there's a lot of people listening to me have mental problems. Schizophrenia is demonic. It is not a mental condition. There are a lot of people that have fear. People can't sleep. And you go into church. And you've given your tithes and don't even know how to fight the thing off you because the pastor is not aware of spiritual warfare. Demons try to tempt people into abandoning their faith, commit heresies, and turn toward idols. Paul says, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but do we hear this in the pulpits today? No. Demons have levels. In Ephesians 6, 10 through 12, we are told to stay strong because we are not dealing with the flesh of tangible or visible beings like humans. Instead, we are against the rulers, authorities, and powers of the dark world. Satan has control over all demons, and their goal is to be an army to defeat God. Hence, we, as children of God, need to put on the armor of God. 
That's not being taught. Don't about no nothing about the arm of God. Then you teach it, people don't want to hear because they they don't recognize that it is a very essential part of Christianity in fighting the devil. This is a war army of God. We are an army. The Bible says. Additionally, Ephesians tells us that we must be against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. From this, we are able to understand that each demon has its function. These also are why demons have different names and not just one. Demon is the general term used to identify these evil forces. Can demons demonize? Unlike how being demonized is presented in the movies, demonic possession is shown differently in multiple times in the New Testament. One example was that when Jesus was in Gethsemane, there were two men possessed by the demon known as legions. That's in Matthew chapter 8, verse 28 through 34. Let's look at that. Matthew chapter 8. <sighs> Matthew chapter 8, verse 28. And I'm going to go all the way to verse 34. And when he was come to the other side into the country of the Gershonists, there met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tombs, exceedingly fierce, so that no man might pass by the way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, the Son of God? Art thou come hither to torment us? before the time and there was a good way off from them a herd of many swine feeding so the devils besought him saying if thou cast us out suffer us to go away into the herd of swines why do demons like to possess human bodies or animals they don't really like being in animals, but they love to be in a higher intelligent animal. That's us. And he said unto them, Go. And when they come out, they went into the herd of swines, and behold, the whole herd of swines ran violently down a step place into the sea and perished in the waters. This is what they want you to do. They want to kill you. They want to destroy you, and you don't know nothing about them. The Bible teaches us about these things. And if you cannot accept that demons are real today, then you're not a Christian, because Jesus dealt with a whole lot of them. Let's look at Mark chapter 5. And your children or you have a problem. It's demons. And the flesh, but I guarantee you it's demonic. In Mark chapter 5 it says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of I'm sorry. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Immediately this unclean spirit came straight to Jesus. Now, if this thing comes straight to Jesus, what do you think it's going to do to you? If your pastor is not teaching about spirits, he's not giving you no knowledge about discerning of the Holy Spirit, none of the nine gifts, and gets you in your mind and gets you uh, teaching in the flesh, running after money, you're going to get overran by the devil. Who had his dwellings among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. The devil took this man away from human society. He may take you away from some of your family members. Demons can take your family members away from you if you get the knowledge of the truth about his word where your family members are traditional and believe in some doctrine that's contrary to the Bible. You got free, but they didn't get free. 
Do you know that demons go into your mind, and the Bible shows us that when we have mental problems, this man became in his right mind after Jesus cast out these demons. Because that he had been often bound with fitters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fitters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. Young people, as I was a chaplain, I experienced so much self-mutilation. I've never seen so much until I, I was a hospital chaplain, and I've really seen these young people cutting themselves. you got people cutting themselves, uh, 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 destroying their body. Those are demonic spirits. Person smoking cigarettes. No one ain't supposed to smoke cigarettes. The nicotine demon is killing them slowly. And they are attracted to the taste of that demon. The demon of gluttony has you smitten Twinkies at 2 o'clock in the morning. Have your stomach to growl. And you can't lose weight because you're working out and you're taking your exercise and you're still fat. Spirit of gluttony. You get these commercials of Joe Glow and Thermo and taking all of this and you still can't lose weight, I guarantee you it's the spirit of gluttony. When you see people cutting themselves, that's demonic. Remember Mark 5.5. 5. You may know somebody, and some of you do. If you work in a hospital, I'm quite sure the nurses know about this, especially in the ER. I was a hospital chaplain for three, three years, and believe me, this is how I learned the ministry of deliverance in that hospital. But when he was sought Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Now, demons don't really worship their false impressions of Christ. This is why it's very dangerous for you, if you don't know the Bible, going to a church that don't teach direct scripture. The Lord gave me a scripture that touched me today before uh, I got this revelation. And we need people to teach people the scriptures and not please people. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which tried our hearts, 1 Thessalonians 2.4. I'm entrusted to teach the gospel. I'm not going to teach you something that's not biblical. You shouldn't be sitting under some uh, foolishness and some preacher talking about his mama, car, and and then take one scripture for you know he he often is something else and you haven't gotten anything out of it. You don't know anything about the enemy. Satan is our enemy, and you should know about your enemy. And we see here in Mark five six that these demons try to imitate false worship, but Christ knew that. And you try to do the same thing. You go to a church. God may not even want you there, but you're going to go because you ain't getting convicted. If you're not getting convicted with the word of God, you're never going to change. So you're going to pick where you want to go that's contrary against Scripture, and you're going to be comfortable with it, and you call it Christianity. It ain't going to work. Mark 5, 7, And cried with a loud voice, What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus, the Son of the Most High God? I draw thee by God, that thou torments me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man. Thou unclean spirits, come out of the man. So demons can live in men, women, and children. We've taught that. We're going to do a whole lot of teaching on demonology. This is the starting, beginning of our phase of our telethon uh, for demonology. We are a deliverance ministry. We teach faith, healing. We teach all other stuff. We don't teach prosperity doctrine. We do not put Creflo Dollar on here, Eddie Long, T.D. Jakes, Joe Osteen. We ain't putting no commercialized gospel. Kenneth Copeland. It's pitiful. We don't put that stuff on here. That stuff does not teach you anything about engaging in the enemy. And he asked him, what is thy name? And he answered, saying, my name is Legions, for we are many. Demons have names. And if you are in the ministry of deliverance, if you don't have the power of the Holy Spirit, there's a guy named Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio. He don't even speak in tongues. It is impossible for a person not to have the Holy Ghost and being able to cast out demons effectively because the Holy Spirit gives you power to deal with the demon, the dinuminous. And ye shall receive power 
after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Mark 1.8. Shannon Davis don't have it. Shannon Davis do not speak in tongues. I've been knowing him for 14 years, 10 years when he started in 2010. He, to this day, does not speak in tongues. And any deliverance minister don't speak in tongues, you're not going to get no deliverance from him. Now, I'm not talking against him. I'm calling him out because you may go to there. And he calls it triage deliverance. It come out. He don't give no word or knowledge. He guessed. He asked you a question. In the name of Jesus, come out. And ain't nothing, ain't nothing really happening because he's not connected with the Holy Ghost. Shannon Davis does not have any power. He don't have tongues. He doesn't have the gifts. You need the Holy Spirit. You need Dynuminous to deal with the devil. Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio. And he brought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. And there was in that night unto him a mountain of a great herd of swines. And all the doubles besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And, and forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirit went out and entered into the swine, and herd ran violently down a step into a place into the sea. There were about 2,000 and was choked in the sea. And they that fled, the spines fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legions sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Most people who have mental problems have demonic problems from demons in your mind. And the Bible says this man was in his right mind. And they were afraid. They never saw that before. Well, I'm quite sure you have never saw it before if you're at a prosperity church. If you're at a Baptist church, even non-denominational churches, they ain't doing this. Now, if you're at a deliverance uh, church that's teaching deliverance, you'll be okay. And you've got to be careful with that. Because everybody's trying to get into the deliverance ministry now. But but this ain't no ministry where you're going to be playing with. Because you, you play with these things, you come under attack. God does not want us to be oppressed with demons. He wants us to conquer demons. But if we haven't been taught how to do this, that's where the hindrance comes from. Please turn to Luke chapter 8, verse 26 through 39. And they arrived at the country of Gashemimus, which is over against Galilee and when he went forth to the land that met him out of the city a certain man which had devils long time and wear no clothes anytime you see somebody showing their body and if they say they're born against Christian women you see half their breasts all that some of their bootex that's demonic that brings temptation to a person and it brings lust to them. And what happens is that person knows what they're doing don't realize that the demon have her lusting and having men lusting after her body. And she's being used by the devil for profit's sake because mostly when they're like that, they're looking for money. So I've been in the streets. Before I was a Christian, I was a gangster. I was a drug dealer. I ran guns. I was a gun runner. And our society is full of demons. If you look at TV and the, the dress that people wear, they might as well not wear no clothes. When you start seeing stuff like that, that's demonic. You even have people in the church dressing uh, on poles. I've heard of a church on women coming off the poles like a script club, talking about praising God. The devil has really put his hold on some of these churches. And I really believe that the dispensation of God has moved out. 
they don't have teachers like their Prince Catherine Coleman said in 74 that God is going to bring an awakening where it will be dry times, and that's where we're at now. There are dry times because the prosperity ministry, they're going to keep on getting their money. They, they ain't going to be doing no deliverance. There's going to be no healing over there. And when you listen to these guys talk, it has nothing to do with our enemy. So be careful and put your clothes on. If you can't put your clothes on, go get some deliverance. And then women wonder why they get raped. Well, you are opening the door to the devil. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, thou Jesus, the Son of the Most High? I beseech thee, thou torment me not. You see, demons know Christ, but they don't want you to know Christ. Thou torments me not. They know they can be tormented, but they don't tell you why they're in your body. This is why we have to learn about this ministry. For he had commanded the unclean spirits to come out of the man, for often it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and feeders, and braked by the bands, and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. Demons like to push you away from your loved ones, isolated, then go for the kill. Here it can be shown that the demons feared Jesus, who had power and authority given by God. Indeed, demons can demonize people by entering into us if we permit them. Demons can infiltrate, influence our thoughts. Now, this is where it comes in real bad with Christians. I had one Christian, he, he told me, uh, he said, I think that there will be no reparations for African-American people. He said, I think. That's thought. And then after the Lord gave him some scriptures, <laughs> he tried to shoot the scripture at me, but he wanted to scratch out something that I saw. You see, the devil, if he's in a person, he's going to try to make you cover up your sin. Demons are good in doing that with people. Confess your fault to Christ. Don't let the demons allow you to not confess yourself. If you confess your fault, the Bible says he's just able to forgive you for all unrighteousness, 1 John 1, 9. Indeed, demons can demonize people by entering to us if we permit them. Demons can influence our thoughts, actions, and words. Indeed, this is terrifying to think about. But the Bible also offers a solution. The demon cannot demonize someone under the influence of God's love and, his, and God's obedience and God's Holy Ghost. And God, for you to meditate. See, we open up the doors to demons when we do something contrary to the Scripture. Our flesh really gets us in a lot of trouble. And as we commit a sin, we commit a sin, we commit a sin, we commit a sin, it will open up the door to demonic entry. Now, if you get on a Ouija board, you're really going to get it. The minute you open up that Ouija board, you are open up a spiritual porter. There are Christians that's tapping with Ouija boards, black magic, crystal ball reading, and including zodiac signs. Zodiac signs to be born again a Christian to tell somebody what is your sign is ridiculous because your life is hidden in God. Colossians 3 2 is hidden in Christ. If it's hidden, how can you know what, what tomorrow is going to be? Psalms chapter 8 said God ordained the stars. So. That's another way that demons can get into people with black magic, white magic, witchcraft, conjums, spells, love spells, narcromancy, telekinesis, telekinesis, ESP, Rosicrucianism, Islam. Oh, there's all kind of ways demons can infiltrate you. In connection to being demonized, is it possible for a person to be free off demonization by cleansing. Yes. Take out a demon by reading the word. The Bible says you are clean with the word, John fifteen three. And in Matthew eight sixteen, the Bible says that reading the word can deliver you from evil spirits. Demons really like to confuse people. While these demons have different characteristics, one thing remains consistent is that they are great in the ability to confuse people. Again, demons are nowhere as powerful as God. So they resort to searching and aiming for our weaknesses. And when they find our weakness, these demons take advantage of us. First John 4.4 4 reminds us of how we should always remember that the one within us is stronger than the one of the world. 
Whatever the demon offer, we should not be swayed as the enemy sees that as a loophole to take us away from the light of Christ. We all have weaknesses, and those what the devil used. I had a man uh, told me, he said, I don't want to eat these Twinkies. And he had a spirit of gluttony, and this man was 500 pounds. And I said, brother, the devil is really going to destroy you. But he loved the food so much, he thought, well, I'm not fornicating, I can just eat. Look, when I hear people say fornication, that's a spirit when you have sex outside of marriage. And I notice everybody wants to hit this spirit. I'm not trying to protect it because it's wrong for anybody, including me. But demons are so subtle that they'll try to make you believe that they're not in you when they are in you. And I had to show this to this gentleman. It took the man nine months to lose that weight, and he cast that spirit out. He's now 206 pounds. Demons are not gods, and they never will. But they have the ability to trick humans into thinking demons are equal to or of God. These actions and beliefs are seen in the lives of the pagans. These pagans believe that they are offering their blood and sacrifice to God when really that they are being tricked into worshiping a fake god. This fake god is a product of demons. If people are distracted away from God's word, these demons can lure and deceive us into worshiping them. This is why this is a great emphasis opposing paganism in the Bible. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 20, and 21, and then I'm going to do a little touching on this paganism through politics with Donald J. Trump, the worst American president in history, Donald J. Trump. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 20. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice the devils, not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the devil, of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and the table of devils. Many Christians, so-called evangelical Christians in America, was deceived by Donald J. Trump. Demons control the political world, both Democrat, both Republican, both Independent. Any political system are controlled by principalities. A lot of born-again Christians, tongue-talking, spirit-filled, went to go, watch, uh, go uh, vote for Donald J. Trump and been mesmerized. It's a demon. I call it Trumpism demon. And when I speak to people who are Christians, and when you say Trump, they don't want to talk about it. They like to avoid the conversation. Trumpism. That's demonic, believing that he said he can fix everything. Look where he at now. He got in office, he didn't even want to get out of office. And you had Christians being divided against each other by demons of politics. Demons and their multiple methods. According to Christian demonology, the study of demons, the main mission of the demon is to make humans sin. See, the more we sin... The Father will separate from God. And I've seen Shannon Davis separate himself from God by promoting Trump, 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 Trump. Everything, he even named his son Donald Trump Jr. Trump, 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 Trump. I had a Christian I had talked to for seven years. It took me seven years for him to recognize that he was deceived by Donald J. Trump. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? Demons' job is to make you believe in some human, and that human can do things that God can't do. That's a lie. It's a trick of the devil. The Father will separate from God with our ideologies, our political belief. The worse we're going to become demonic oppressed. 
Demons want us to separate us from God's presence so they can attack us with ease. Now, the demon don't follow just a single pattern or method into enticing us. Demons can strike through fear, through flesh of sin, through deceit, through greed, through hatred, through temptation. And even with our self-image, there are countries, countless ways that demons can take us. But for our part, we only have one answer to all these, and that relationship is with God. Demons cannot touch what God owns and holds. You submit yourself to the Lord God, you be obedient and stay in his word. You can be, the devil, don't, I don't fear the devil. I don't hear no noises in here, nothing. I bet not, because I will go up against it, and I will say, get out of my house in the name. I don't fear him. The Lord has given us authority over these things. Flesh, devil, world, and enemy are some of the terms used to refer to demons. However, the Bible has few names of demons that are addressed, and some, Jesus even spoke to demons, a plural. They come in levels with different purposes. So like anyone they each have their own names. They are fallen angels after all. However, there are demons with specific and prevalent intentions. Here are some of the mentioned names of demons in the Bible along with the different purpose and history of their specialization. Satan. Among the names of demons, Satan is the most known and feared demon. But he was not born of destined to be a demon. In fact, Satan was being referred to as reception of many blessings from the hand of God. He was anointed as a guardian cherubim. That's the highest angel until he sinned. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. That's in Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 12 through 15. Even in the New Testament, Jesus says that he saw Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning in Luke 10, 18. These Bible verses points to Satan as a fallen angel. Also, the common misconception of Satan ruling hell is flawed. He does not rule hell. Instead, he is in prison in hell, just like any other sinner that rebelled against God. But he walks. The devil walks. Okay? One-third of the fallen angels who followed Satan opposed God. Also forced the same destiny, separated from God and heaven forever. But where is Satan today? Going back to Matthew 4, 9, Satan is a force of evil. In the New Testament, he tempted to tempt Jesus to abandon his faith. But, of course, Jesus did not give Satan any opportunity to do that. It is the evil around us today that every sin we commit can open up the door to satanic oppression. Satan walks in and out the earth. That's what he does. Job 1, 8 and I'm sorry, Job chapter 1, verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. He, can't, he don't have access to heaven anymore because of Christ. In Job 1, 7, And the Lord said unto Satan, Where comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and forth in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. He's not in hell. He's, he's, he's trying to attack the church. He's in the church with this prosperity doctrine because it doesn't teach anything about the devil. When you are in any church format and the devil is not even mentioned, some people, you talk about the devil all the time. He's the enemy of mankind. If he tried to tempt Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, he would try to tempt you. Satan's approach is the same manner. Satan attacks us in the manner of temptation, just as he did with Jesus. We're given a reminder to stay disciplined, to be alert, because the devil is always piling in hope for someone to be devoured, 1 Peter 5, 8. Based on a nature that is revealed about Satan, he is the type to entice people and to abandon their belief and 
to continue to send more. Now that is biblical. Because in the Bible, the word says the source of sin in James chapter 1, 13 through 14 says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. So it's not God tempting you. And a lot of people want to blame God. When people get mad, they get angry at God. But it's the devil that's done all to set you up to get you to get mad at God. And all your negative problems that you have has nothing to do with Christ because you're, you, you're not obedient to Christ and you're doing your own thing. And when you do your own thing, you open up your doors to demonic approach and for the devil to attack you. In James 1.14 it says, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. That's what the devil wants to do. Based on his supporters toward Jesus when he offended him, bread and water in the middle of his fast, Satan is going to present us with our desires, money, women, men, success, relationships, and a change for our relationship with God. I had a lady, I was ministering to her, and the young lady told me, my mama is gay now. And I said, well, how did that happen? And then she said, my daddy did her wrong, another man did her wrong. So the devil put her in her mind, go to a woman. And now she's happy. Is she happy in the flesh? Yes. Is she happy in the natural? Yes. But how about God? Now, who was behind that woman being jacked up like that? The devil. And I asked the lady, did the man know the Lord? No. Do you know the Lord? No. Well, you've been jacked up by the devil. And that's what he does. He jack you up. Based on his approaches toward Jesus, when he offered him bread and water in the middle of his fast, Satan is going to present us our desires through the flesh with money, success, relationships, and a change for all of this. He wants us to leave God. The devil will send you a good man. He'll send you a man that can pay all your bills, make you happy, make love against you, hit you so hard you love getting hit. Love having sex with that man. Y'all ain't even married. Years come by. You don't have no peace. And one of you die and go to hell. It's not worth it. We have to stay strong. Let's never choose anything that is against God's will because this is how the enemy attack. In order to do this, we must be patient, communicate with God, Fast, stay grounded in his word, stay grounded in his word, meditate day and night, and allow God to give you the power, the understanding of the demonic world, and the tools by the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit to infiltrate the enemy. Molech. In this list and names of demons, there's Molech. While it is not directly stated in the Bible that Molech is a demon, the act of worshiping under his name was an issue for Israel in the Old Testament. In Leviticus chapter 20, verse 2, since the act of worshiping false gods equivalent to demonic acts, Molech is a name that God has commanded us to not associate with. The history behind Molech's existence is emphasized. Scholars believe that the act of worshiping Molech came to a region of Canaan and the Israelis. Molech belongs to the terrifying list of names of demons we should erase from our lives. In the Bible, we are told to not give any of our children as offering to Molech, Leviticus 18.21. This is a, is a reference to one of the documentical practices of Molech worship, where they sacrifice humans. Molech was also mentioned in 1 Kings 11.7. The act of worship in Molech was a peak during Solomon's reigns. The existence of worship in Molech teaches us a great lesson of being careful with what and who we worship. At the time, people will go to the extent of sacrifice their children over to a demon they thought was God. As believers should be extra careful around those who claim to be godly, the best way to avoid this is to dwell inside the Lord's word because knowledge is powerful through his word. The more we know God's word, the more we know how to deal with the devil. 
legions. With many names of the demonic, we can see that they are unlike God, for there is more than one demon. We have only one God. This is well disciplined through Scripture. Legions of demons Jesus spoke of in Mark chapter 5, verse 1 through 20, when Jesus arrived at the country of Gethsemane, he met a possessed man outside the cemetery. This man was unlike any other. No one was strong enough to subdue him. They tried binding him with chains and shackles, but none of those worked as well. So Jesus, this man named Jesus and his name, replied, the demons to lead by the authority of Christ. Only Jesus can deal with demons. As stated earlier, demonization can include more than one demon in this case. A Roman legion consists of about 3,000 to 6,000 demonic soldier demons. This made sense as to how the unclean spirit of demons was immensely powerful in the terms of physical power through that person although the possibility of having thousands of demons is terrified. But here's something we should always remember. It doesn't matter if there are a thousand, if not a million of demons. We have God, and God is the one who can get them out of us, get us away from them, and allow us to be set free from demonic opportunities. If you have tapped into the occult, you need to call 678-701-3733 and get some deliverance. Abaddon, Apollyon, among the many names of demons available in different sources, Abaddon is identified as a name we want to avoid. Abaddon is mentioned in Revelations 9:11. His Hebrew name is Abaddon, and his Greek name is Apollyon. Either way, it includes the seven trumpet prophecies as described by the Apostle John. Under this prophecy, with the fifth trumpet is blown, demons will be released with the global of bringing torture and terror toward those without God's seal. That's going on right now. Now, these demonic locusts will have a leader, and this leader is the Badion. The demon's mission is simple tormenting, causing sufferings upon those who have declined God as a purpose and only Lord and Savior through his son, Jesus Christ. This is Satan's control and underlining Christians or anyone to stay away from God. It cannot be denied that the thought of demons like this are scary, but we have the power to turn against them through Jesus. This is why we should choose Christ Jesus today. At this very moment, we are given the opportunity to choose Jesus so that we can be saved from demonic torture. There are moments in the Bible that shows how humans are prone to be enticed into the different names of demons and the false promises being offered to them. Demonic traditions have been highly conducted through history. Due to human lack of spiritual strength and understanding and the knowledge of God, word, these practices spread to more countries and many countries. These people thought that they are worshiping God when they really they were praising demons. Here are demonic traditions praising the names of demons in the Bible. The country of Port-au-Prince, Haiti, revolted against slavery. And they made a pact to the devil that if you save us from slavery, we'll worship you. This is why Haiti is the is the prince ground of witchcraft. Divination is a riot demon tradition was found in Deuteronomy chapter 18, 10 through 12. This practice including killing chickens or any similar animals in size. These people willingly did this act to observe its liver to someone predicts the future of any question about their past. Divination is a demonic tradition because of its pagan intentions as contrary to Christ. If we are calling for another name that is not the Lord Jesus, it means that we are seeking the opposite of the name of Jesus, bringing in demons. There is no way to identify God has for us instead of committing such acts we should return to scripture to deal with anything that we deal with it must be with scripture it must be in the name of jesus and god please turn to psalms 119 verse 9 psalms 119 psalms 119 verse 9 
Withal shall a young man cleanse his ways by taking heed, therefore, according to thy word. See, if we stay in the word, the word that will grow in us through the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues and growing and maturing, the Lord will equip you to deal with demons. There's a lot of Christians that I've dealt with throughout my ministries dealing with narcomancy. From the word necro, N-E-C-R-O, or corpse, C-O-R-P-S-E, this type of practice involves the bodies of the dead. This action aims to communicate with the dead. In Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 11 through 12, clearly warns us that anything and anyone who attempts to charm or to communicate with the dead is considered an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. The dead cannot communicate with the living, and this has always been the rule of God. Therefore, necromancy opposed God by doing something that is against what is natural. Now, I watched the uh, Travel Channel because I love the ministry of deliverance. And I see people t- telling the spirit, go to the light. Those are demons. When you die, you go to heaven or hell. Now, there's a lot of Christians that's uh, in also charismatic witchcraft, and there are some Christians that's in witchcraft that don't, uh, that's not aware of. We'll deal with that in further studies. Unfortunately, witchcraft is still present today. It is not what we see on television and movies, and there's no good or bad witches or wizards. Witchcraft is a combination of magic and sorcery. This act answers to the names of demons that strongly oppose the way of the Lord. The Lord warns us about this in Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 through 13. Actually, witchcraft, witchcraft was the first act Saul banned when he first became king of Israel in 1 Samuel chapter 28, verse 9. Again, we as Christians should not associate ourselves with powers that does not come from the Holy Spirit. And we must acknowledge that our source and information we get must come to either one kingdom or another. Never accept anything that is mimicked toward God's word. If something uh, copies God, this probably is opposing to God. In Matthew 12:26 and 12:28, there are two kingdoms, and witchcraft dabbles into the information of demons, not word of knowledge. White magic sounds like a normal word used in movies and songs, attempting to use it as a whole different story we want to avoid. Magic actually has a strong demonic background. It dwells on the name of demons. Even if it is white magic or black magic, any attempt to use these powers are an abomination to God. It is written in Exodus chapter 7, verse 11 through 12. This is made clear. Any power or worship or duplicate that isn't from God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit comes from Satan. When a person is able to accomplish something great that he or she believes is more than her abilities, this is called being blessed of God. Absolutely, there's no gain of evil in being blessed by the Lord. However, if any improvements of magic is done, that God is not the problem, this so-called source of seen demonic power, calling out the name of demons, is nowhere as strong, as powerful as the Lord. But if humans aren't strong, they can easily be manipulated through magic, tarot cards, and palm readers instead of waiting on the Lord. Now, I notice that there are a lot of Christians that deal with astrology, asking me what my zodiac sign is. When a woman asks me that, uh, there's no way I'm going to have any relationship with this person but help her. There ain't no wife, no girlfriend, none of that. Because you open up your doors to nothing but demons in dealing with astrology. Like witchcraft, astrology is one of the oldest practices out there, yet it is still thrived today. From what is stated in the name of demons, astrology is practiced that roves around the demon Molech, especially in Canaanite. Astrology practices were centered around worshiping the bull. They will go as far as sacrificing children for the demon they worship. Exodus 34:14 tells us that God is a jealous God. Therefore, affirming ourselves with one force is not just demonic, but is an offense to God. We only need to rest in God. God is more than the devil, and God would never tell you to sacrifice your child to him. He tempted uh, um, uh, Abraham, put his son, but he, he tempted, he told him to stop. God has never tell you to take your child 
and sacrifice it to the devil. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Another thing that demons do is they like to get you into religion. Okay? And I have noticed that in the nation of Ukraine, the, the powerful demon of Lutherism, there are demons that have territories over countries. Here in the United States, we have the demon of prosperity with Creflo Dollar, T.T. Jakes, Joe Osteen, Kenneth Copeland, hustlers with no power. Stop following man. We have an enemy. We pray that you will continue to be with us through this journey of demonology. We'll be back on air tomorrow, 8.30, opening up the doors to the world of the demonic by Scripture. And you, the more you learn about this, the more you have an edge over the devil. May the Lord Jesus of Nazareth bless you. May the Lord Jesus protect you. Give honor to him. He is the Son of God. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Christians fear the devil. When you say the devil, a lot of people don't even want to be around me. I ain't afraid of him. I don't have to. I have a Savior named Jesus. And he died for me. And he died for you. God has power over the devil. Jesus have authority over the devil. Don't never forget that. All principalities are submitted to our Lord and our Savior Jesus. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. He's defeated Satan. Satan has no power over death and no power over you. Greater than he that is in me than he that is in the world. Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. But he that does wrong shall receive for the wrong which ye have done. And there's no respect to person. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 and 25. God loves you. Receive Christ Jesus today. Ask him to come into your life. If you're born again and if you're saved, remember this, that the Lord has power over the devil. God has power over over the devil. I pray tonight that you have a spiritual understanding concerning demonology based on Colossians 1.9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I pray that for you right now based on Colossians chapter one. Verse 9, may the Lord Jesus bless you. If you want to come to the Lord, you're backslidden, you've been slipping, hey, rededicate your life right now. Right now. If thou believe in thy mouth and confess in thy mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, thou shalt be saved, Romans 10, 9. Just call on the Lord. Just call on the Lord. Just call on the Lord. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Repeat this after me, Heavenly Father. I come in the name of Jesus. I ask that you forgive me for all of my sins, known and unknown. I believe that you are the Son of God. Come into my life and fill me with the Holy Ghost and give me the evidence of speaking in tongues. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've done that, welcome to the kingdom. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to make many mistakes. We live by grace. <laughs> we live by grace. If you need a home to worship, come join the radio station. Please tell someone about live deliverance in that radio. We are offering teachings that the basic buildings don't offer. And you can receive this teaching in your home. The churches, the devil has used a lot of these churches.
They don't worship on the Sabbath. They don't cast out demons. Ain't no ministry healing, prophetic word. There's no gifts. If you are in a church like that, come out from among them and be separate, say the Lord, 2 Corinthians six seventeen, and come learn from us. We also want you to know that we have a Derek Prince teaching 24 hours every day separate from this radio station. If you go to www.livedeliverance.com and hit YouTube, we got it set up like that where people can't go to regular YouTube because that's how I got off air, people putting stuff and pictures and videos on my content against my will. But how we got it set up now, straight Derek Prince. Please submit yourself to God. I ask that the Lord move on your heart. If the Spirit of God moves on you to sow a seed, we are in need. Lift me up in prayer. I'm trying to get a pipe fixed. And we need $450. I'm not asking for a million dollars. If anybody out there, if God moves on your heart, if you don't move on your heart, don't obey me. Obey the Lord. I know I have a need, but I know that he will meet my needs, and if I speak the right words, he will touch the right person. If he doesn't touch you, don't do it because I'm telling you. Obey God rather than man. Please so see if the Lord tells you to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, there's a PayPal icon. You can source seed to PayPal or go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to our GoFundMe page. We're about to set up some other areas where people can give, and we're getting that uh, organized to put on our radio station. Again, if the Lord tells you to sow a seed, please sow a seed. We're in need. God knows it. I'm not begging. I'm just asking that God move on your heart. If he doesn't, obey the Lord. And if he do, I guarantee you, you will be blessed. God bless you. Again, go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side of the PayPal icon. And so see, it will be going to a repairs so that we can have water back in the facility here. Go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to GoFundMe. I thank Brother Paul. We have computers. We all set. All of our bills are paid. It takes about $1,200 a month to run our radio station. And once we meet that quota, we're not greedy. I'm not here to take your money. I'm here to teach the word. God has engrafted me to teach his word. He's trust me. He's given that to me. And I take the scripture very, very serious. But we, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which tried our heart. I pray that I teach you straight scripture, and that you don't follow me, but you follow Jesus. God bless you. Go to LiveDeliverance.com. We're on 24 hours a day. Shalom to you, and have a blessed evening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.